Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Are you struggling financially in PT school? Are you a PT student struggling to find scholarships? Not enough scholarships offered at your school. We have started the Gratitude Scholarship for PT students, no matter what year, no matter what school you guys can apply. We are raising $5,000. You can check out our GoFundMe link in the description and you can donate, apply, whatever, check it out. We are so excited to be giving this away in the summer of 2019 for our very first time. If you're enrolled in the summer of 2019, interested in applying for the scholarship, you can submit a video no longer than two minutes answering these two questions. What is your vision of physical therapy in the future? And what are you doing outside of the classroom as a PT student? If you answer these two questions and email us the video and submit it before May 1st, then you will be eligible for the scholarship. So check it out, guys. Definitely worth applying. It doesn't take long. We look forward to hearing all your submissions. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Gratitude. So for today's episode, we have Austin Wynn, and he is a PT as well as a registered dietitian. Thank you so much, Austin, for coming on the podcast. Uh, thank you, girls, for having me. It's a pleasure. Of course, it's our pleasure. Yeah, so tell us uh, just a little bit about your story. All right, so a lot of people will ask me, you know, like, uh, what's my story of how I became a dietitian and physical therapist and all that. And, you know, it, it's, it's, quite, it's quite a story. Like, starting off in college, uh, I was pretty young. Um, I was about, like, 17, and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So I went to school in Miami in Florida International University. And honestly, it took me quite a few years to figure out what the heck I wanted to do. So the first few years of college, literally, like, I had no idea. I was just taking classes, failing, passing some, right? And it came to a point where I was like, all right, I really need to figure this out. So I started to think about things that I liked doing or where I was at in life and things that interested me. So during that time, I was like, okay, well, I'm really getting into fitness and nutrition, like healthy eating, because... I was like a small kid growing up, you know, and I was like, all right, I want to become big, strong, right, muscular, like uh, keep up with the others and all that. So I started to go through like my own personal, like fitness and health um, transformation. So I started looking into that. and I was like, oh, I actually like it. So I was researching uh, like careers, right? And I was like, okay, so uh, there's dietetics and nutrition. I was talking to a friend who was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. And I was like, all right, here, let me take some classes and see how I like it. And I remember taking my first class. It was like principles of nutrition where, you know, broke things down, the food and, and all that. And I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. This is cool. I could implement some of this stuff on my own, like to myself. So I started doing that. I started really getting into it. And that's when I decided, okay, I'm going to do that as my undergrad and I'll become a dietitian. And, you know, like throughout college, like I've always worked, I had like two, two, three jobs, right? And during that time of me trying to figure out what I was wa wanting to do, I was like, all right, I need to learn how to cook. Cause you know, in college, right? You gotta survive. And then, so I'm like learning all these things. And then 
I got into nutrition. So I was like, all right, now I'm combining kind of, you know, the cooking aspect with food and nutrition. And I'm like, oh, this is going, this is going well. So I was doing that on one point and then on the other spectrum, like, okay, well, on the fitness side, uh, I want to kind of get my feet wet and learn if I like working with people kind of one-on-one on that aspect. So I decided, oh, I'll become a personal trainer, like in the meantime as well. So I kind of did that throughout college. And then I think it was like after the first year of like me working as a personal trainer, I was, okay, this is good. Uh, I like this. And I think what I want to do is after I become licensed dietitian, I'll go to physical therapy school so I could continue to like help others on that spectrum, those with, you know, just injuries and stuff like that. Because when it would happen with clients um, that I was working with, I wasn't quite sure what to do. I'm like, all right, let's just avoid it and all that. So once I started researching that, I was like, all right, this is a pretty cool profession. It's a good career. So I could see myself doing that, combining the two. And so once I figured that out and I was like, I got really serious with, uh, school and my studies it was just like no stopping me I just kept on going and that was like my track but honestly it took me first few years to figure it out but I kind of started with myself first trying to see where I was at what I was interested in like where my passion was at and just because of uh, how I saw it like improved my health and how I was doing that for others um, I decided that's going to be like the road I'll be going on to help like more people in the future so that's kind of how you know that's actually a short story form of how I got here and kind of became a dietitian and physical therapist and speaking now it's been a year out that i've been licensed as a pt but other than that it's a lot because people see me too and see my feeds and stuff like that like oh where'd you learn how to cook and and this and that and i was like well you know actually i was a sushi chef for about like 10 years throughout school and then that's when i you know told you girls that combined kind of the cooking aspect and the food nutrition something i did and i enjoyed but obviously after becoming a licensed dietitian, I started working in the hospital as a clinical dietitian throughout PT school. So like it, it never it never stopped, right? Like a lot of people ask me, you know, like, oh, how were you able to maintain those jobs and through school and all that? And literally you just do it. <laughs> you just do it. And uh it's it's been a great journey. It's been a great experience. And now I've been just a year out as a PT and only doing PT, but now I'm at the point where I'm going to be combining both of my experiences to help more people out that's my long story put short for you girls no that's so amazing though and I think it's really rare to find people who are registered dietitians and then go on to PT school but I think it should be more common than it is because you have more holistic health approach because you know that and they also know the fitness and the physical therapy and injury prevention and all of that. And how long were you actually in school then? That's a long time. It sounds yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like I, I could have been like a physician by now if, if I knew exactly what I wanted to do when I started. All right. So I, I graduated high school in 2005 and that's when I started college and it was 2017 when I just finished everything literally wow. so that's a long time and that's you know there I, I, this there was years where I literally just wasted time and I was I was like man I was young immature I was 17 you know I was not quite sure what I want to do you're taking classes you're working you're trying to figure things out so I didn't really have much guidance during that time my family was like oh just go be a doctor right so all right so you're trying to do things to like please your family please your parents and you're taking these classes like oh no I don't like it you know I'm not doing well and then you're not sure. But yeah, it took me like three, four years to really figure that out. Um, and once I did that, all right, just an uphill battle climb because I shot my GPA down. It was like 2.4. All right, now what am I going to do? Because I know like I have potential. Um, I know I could do things, but just because 
of how I kind of ruined the first few years of college. I can't let that just daunt me, you know, and, and haunt me for the rest of the time. I'm like, there's things uh, I want to achieve and I know, I know I could do. So from that point on, it just took me like, you know, a lot of different classes. So I got a minor in psychology and chemistry uh, as well, like throughout that process, um, just to like make me a good applicant into like both professions. And that's kind of how my story went. So when I think about it, it's like, man, if I knew what I wanted to do, it could have been boom, done seven years, right? Four years undergrad, three years grad school. But no, it took me a while and I was working and um, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do in the beginning. But once it became clear to me exactly what I wanted to achieve, it became so much easier. And that's what I struggled with uh, in the beginning. And, you know, uh, not, people, not many people do. Some people know exactly what they want to do starting college. For me, it, it was very different. And looking back now, you know, I don't regret anything because uh, I had a lot of different experiences, good times, fun times, you know. Um, so I just take everything as an experience. Yeah, and you wouldn't be who you are now if you didn't do it. And I think that explorative phase is super important for people to have. I don't think you can ever really consider it like wasted time because you learn yeah. so much. Yeah, so you never, you never waste time. You only, you only learn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everything is an experience. So if you, I feel like if you kind of take things on that mindset and that perspective, then it really just makes everything much better because you won't be the person that you are today if you didn't go through the experiences you went through, you know? Yeah. And those experiences is what shape us. Uh, so that's great. Uh, so how long or how many years have you been a dietitian now? Uh, it's been, I think it was since 2013. I finished undergrad during that time. And then... I believe uh, that's when I graduated, but then you have to finish a 1200 hour clinical rotation of kind of just like how we do in PT school. We have different rotations that we go through, right? Like you girls are probably on some right now. So we have that same thing in dietetics. And so part was like clinical, like in the hospital, uh, food service. So you do food service management. You could choose a specialty if you want, if you have that option available. And you have like community nutrition, kind of do things out in the community. So it was totally like 1200 hours of that. And then afterwards, then you take kind of like the board exam and then you, you know, officially, all right, you're licensed, like registered dietitian, you got your degree. And that was, let's see, we were 2013, 2014, can't remember exactly. But at, right after that, it wasn't really much of a break because kind of right after I finished, I got into PT school. All right. So what am I going to do from here? Like everyone tells me I can't work. Um, the PT school is like rough. There's no time. And I was like, well, I don't want to forget everything I learned because if you don't use it, you lose it. Right. And that's kind of like with everything. So what I decided to do, I was, oh, well, let me see if there's a job at one of my uh, past uh, clinical sites uh, that, I, that I went to. Like maybe see there's any openings. And I had good relationships with everyone. And it just so happens that there was a PRN opening at one of my the hospitals I was interning at and I was like okay this is perfect I think I could work it out and it was on the weekends right and it was I worked out to be every other weekend so I was like all right this is manageable so I took the job accepted it and I was like all right and they knew I was going to go to school PT school and I was like all right I'm just gonna do it because I'm like I've done it in the past I've had a lot of tough times like before and this should be like a piece of cake so throughout PT school that was my prime experience working as like a professional right like you get your credentials i'm like all right clinical dietitian in the hospital acute care so that was baptist uh, south florida right in miami and i officially worked as one just all throughout pt school 
And after PT school was done, I moved from Miami to San Diego, California last year. So that's when I like stopped officially and have just been only doing PT. That's so cool though. That's such a amazing journey. You're traveling across the country, you know, going over to California and now it's like a totally new chapter, new place, new profession for you. And so what do you have going on in your PT world right now in California? One year out of school, what have you been up to? Yeah, one year out of school, it, it was, man, this year's because I'm now I'm going to take this weekend to kind of reflect, enjoy the weekend and think about how this whole year went. So I was blessed to have opportunity to work at a private practice, an outpatient clinic here in San Diego. So I moved here last year around this time. I got the job and it was primarily, you know, to work with patients being a PT, but then there was also opportunities for me to do other things in the future that I worked out with the owner. And one of the things was uh, developing any sort of programs, health, wellness, nutrition programs that I want to do. So this year has mostly been me really learning how to treat my style, talking with people, uh, kind of learning the ins and outs of most, most of everything, you know, really diving in like, okay, what is it to be, how's like to be a PT? So within the clinic next year, what I'm working on right now is developing more about nutrition, health and wellness programs to help the patients out because there's a lot of patients that come in and I've seen just within a year being out who have other comorbidities, other health conditions, or they're just, you know, overweight and anything to help them out with, you know, what they put internally inside their body, help them like lose weight during the process of PT recovering from injury um, or anything like that is really going to help them overall as a person and really establish some good habits, you know? So that's what I'm currently working on for the clinic. And what I want to do also is kind of help other PTs like do the same because I feel that we could have more of an impact on others with their health, in addition to just like helping out with their injuries, kind of help them overall. And I feel it'll help people take their life like a long way, especially if they take this time, this opportunity, like when they're injured to really like take charge of their health, you know? So that's one of the projects I'm doing in the clinic. And I have, I have, I have others like on the side, but primarily in the clinic that that's what I'm doing. Cause I'm not sure if you girls been or how many internships have you been on yet? But man, when I was in PT school, there was a lot of patients I saw who total knee replacement, back pain, you know, like knee pain, hip pain, whatever. And they're like obese and no one's like really doing anything about it. And I'm like, well, that's the main problem there, you know, and you help them with that you go, and the PT then you have the best of both worlds to really help that person out. Yeah, so I actually have my first clinical in January and it's for seven weeks in an outpatient clinic. And so I'll probably be seeing a lot of that. And yeah, I feel like as PTs, I don't know, I, don't, I haven't seen it yet, but how often PTs intervene when it comes to nutrition and you know, talking about weight loss. I don't know how often that's brought up or if they kind of just you know, keep it on the down low. But I feel like that's something that needs to be addressed, especially for patients um, who are who don't or who have knee pain or knee replacement and kind of avoiding, you know, having another surgery in the future. Yeah, and I haven't had any rotations yet, but I worked full time I had a year off between undergrad and grad school. So I worked full time in a inpatient rehab facility as an aide and I worked in a different one outpatient facility as an aide as well. And in the inpatient, that's so true. Like nobody brings up their diet. 
you're supposed to send, at least where I work, you're supposed to send them to the dietitian, but like sometimes the dietitians don't really focus on the whole health and they don't also understand the injury. So what you have is so important. And I think if PTs had more nutrition knowledge, you could help people at the source instead of just like sticking band-aids on them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like the thing is, there's a lot of factors that come into play, like why that doesn't happen. And, you know, going through PT school, obviously from what I learned in undergrad, there's nowhere near the same amount of information that you learn in undergrad to become a dietitian. And, you know, there's basic things that we can learn, concepts um, and things we could help teach patients, uh, help them practically with their health. But when it comes to certain things, if, you know, you have other factors, like state laws and things like that, right? You got to practice within your scope of practice. But if certain patients have other comorbidities, chronic uh, health conditions, then if you're going to give them any certain specific advice kind of related to their diet, then you would technically have to be a licensed dietitian uh, depending on your state. So you have that where PTs may want to help, but aren't quite sure what they can or cannot say. So that's something I talk about in my Facebook group. Or you have those who do know more about nutrition, but maybe you don't necessarily have like the time, you know, and, and your setting, depending where you're at. Um, there's a lot of different factors, you know, and with, because when I worked in inpatient at Baptist, the clinical dietitian, I actually went through a rehab floor. So during that time I was in PT school. So it was kind of cool because looking through certain conditions that I didn't learn in undergrad, uh, I was able to recognize them like, okay, cool. Wow. I'm like, now I'm going to rehab floor. This one patient is in here for whatever injury or they have, you know, certain neuromuscular like disease. I'm like, oh, I know what that is. Right. And I could kind of combine the two to help them out like overall. And things, you know, depending like what kind of, um, I guess, floor you're in, if it's, you know, post-surgical or say I'm, I'm on the, you know, the floor and in, in inpatients, we had patients with like ulcers or amputees, right? So I was able to kind of help them on that aspect. And for me, it was like, okay, well, I kind of know a little bit about both. So I don't really have any restrictions like regarding that. But a lot of things like in dietetics and nutrition that you learned in undergrad, it's mostly related to, especially if you're getting clinical, related to their, their health, their um, chronic diseases that you could specifically address with nutrition, especially if you're taking medications. So there's a lot of factors that come into play, especially an inpatient, that if you're a PT, you may want to be careful recommending specific things if you don't know the whole picture, if that makes sense. Like when you're an inpatient, uh, people on certain diets, like if they have like a certain condition, if not, then it says regular, like, right? So if they're di diabetic and say they have, um, you know, some renal condition, then their diets could be more restricted and the cafeteria and the dietitians, like everything's going to be set according to their diet. And if you don't know that and you tell them to, oh, like eat something that they necessarily shouldn't have because they're restricted, then you, you know, that's when you could get in trouble there. But general stuff, general like tips, right? If someone say going back to example of their obese, they just had like knee surgery, right? And dietitians working with them. The PTs could also reinforce that, you know, like talking about the healthy eating, right? Consuming more water if they're not doing that, like uh, increasing the amount of fruits and vegetables on the plate and like having that relationship with that dietitian and that team approach, it really like 
patients love that. That's what I noticed and experienced in the outpatient setting as well. Yeah, and I think you have like this power <laughs> because you are an RD and DPT. So it's easy for you to give specific advice, but like for a PT who is not a registered dietitian, what would you say is generally safe to tell a patient if they're like really overweight and you're just trying to help them reduce their weight? So generally, like there's a lot of different, you know, things that you could tell them generally to help them kind of with any diet kind of, you know, like if having reminding them simple things as have more frequent meals, try to eat, you know, at least three times a day, you know, people that you chat with sometimes will eat sporadically and snack sporadically and just eat out right? Kind of uh, reinforcing, trying to have more home cooked meals with whole foods, try not to have so much fast food, try not adding a lot of salt to their diet, try, you know, avoiding so much fried foods, if a lot of their diet is consumed with that, well, they're consuming a lot of that in their diet. So a lot of those things that what they're doing, they could address or kind of telling them that they have, you know, no restrictions on their overweight, saying, uh, replace high calorie foods with others that are more low calorie, maybe instead of drinking so much soda and juices, if that's what they're doing to maybe consume more like water and other like lower calorie like foods and drinks. So all those things are like great tips, right? Have breakfast if they're not start off their day with that. So those are like all good general tips that could work with no matter what kind of diet they're on, or if they like eat, you know, very distracted, and they're watching TV, and they're just like munching on chips, cookies and all that right? Like those habits and those things that if they're doing, you could tell them, you know, those aren't good habits and kind of incorporating better foods and whole nutritious foods will help them out overall. And that is general, you know, you know, we're talking about no matter what diet they're on, and you'll help that uh, the person the patient out. So and I, I kind of recently just talked about this, I think it was the other day in my Facebook group, and I kind of created like a guide uh, kind of winning uh, weight loss tips for PTs who could kind of give it to their patients to help them out where it doesn't really take up time like during the session because sometimes like what, what I found is when I'm trying to work with a patient for a certain injury and we're going through the exercise, I don't want to take too much of that time and go too much into depth of talking about another subject of nutrition. So what I'll mostly do is try to address that another time, but say, hey, look, I could send you something that you could go through and take some of these tips. And then we could also chat about it the next time you're in here, uh, but go ahead and kind of read through some and choose a one that kind of pertains to you the most and try to like, you know, follow some of those tips and like add it into your life. So those, those are some like examples that, that I give. I think that'd be super helpful for PTs to have. It's a handout, right? Like you, or email or whatever, like they just look at it later and it's got everything that you would tell them if you have the time to, or if, you know, you don't want to take that time away from the PT session. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's either a handout that they could print or they could email it to them, a PDF. So I kind of create a lot of different resources for patients, kind of for PTs, kind of help their patients out like practically, you know, and uh, you don't have to worry like about you break the law and depending on what state you're in or you saying something you're not supposed to and kind of still helping them out um, without taking so much of your time during that quality PT session, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And that's so great that, um, you know, you have that and PTs can utilize that for their patients. 
And I was going to mention Facebook group, Food and Physical Therapy has been so helpful. And I know, you know, just following it, even though I'm not quite into getting into the clinic quite yet, but just having this, you know, background and experience is really good, especially for students and PTs to have. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm glad from whatever, you know, videos and content you jumped in on, I'm glad like it's helped uh, so far and everything. It's been pretty good. Everyone's been thanking me for the resource and um, uh, telling me like, all sorts of good things that it's been helping them out. So I'm glad, you know, just continue to do that. And I was actually chatting with people yesterday, telling them that with the new year coming up, like a lot of people, patients and everyone in general are going to have their new year's resolution, right? Like, all right, let me start losing weight. Let me start getting fit. I'll start exercising more, start going on these diets and all that. And that all happened probably hardcore for the first few months of the year and then start dying down. And that's usually how it goes. So I don't really promote kind of that traditional yo-yo dieting aspect because it's a never-ending cycle. So what, what I did was uh, gave uh, PTs and resource help their patients out with the new year, kind of uh, top health and nutrition tips like during physical therapy that generalizes a lot of different things that patients could do without going through that cycle, like plan your meals, right? Try, try more, eat smart, uh, cook at home drink more water, good tips that I put on so everyone could have. So uh, for those who are listening and want that, it's on foodandpt.com. They go and download that resource and they could send that out to their patients, print it out um, and hand it out to them in person if they want. Yeah, and we'll put all the links and stuff in the show notes so people can access it and, you know, share it out. I think it's super important for everybody to be using and not just thinking about one aspect of somebody's health, but incorporating everything to get to the source of any issues. And so for current or aspiring student physical therapists, what would you say is a big piece of advice that you would give or wish you received? I, w- I would say for the aspiring SPTs or the current student physical therapists, what you really want to do is just begin with the end in mind and really know what you want to do and know your passion ahead of time. Because once you know that and you start with the end in mind, things become so much easier. And looking back now from what I've done in the past and what I'm doing now, when I did that, everything was just such a time saver. I was more efficient because you're very clear and you're starting with the end in mind. And going back to my story, once I decided that, all right, I want to become a dietitian and physical therapist, I started with that end in mind. Oh man, like years later, like here I am. And there's other things that I have planned and I tend to do and it's in the works and kind of starting there is really going to take you to the next level from where you want to like go, you know? Absolutely. I think that's such great advice for, you know, anybody, not just PT students, but like <laughs> just life advice. Yeah. Yeah. Cause a lot, a lot of times, you know, like if, I don't know if every, anyone has been in, you know, the place where I was at before or, you're just like busy, you're just doing things and you think you know what you want to do, but you're not quite sure you're, you're figuring out. So you're going day by day being busy, but you're not really being productive. And once you know that, all right, this is what I want to achieve. This is what I really want to do. This is really where I want to go. Then you have your end point and then you could establish a sort of a roadmap to, to get there. Because if you don't know where you know you want to go, then you'll just be wherever life you know takes you. So whatever your goal is, if you want to be the greatest clinician, if you want to be a private practice owner, a business owner, whatever it is, like if you know that, then your road to get there will be so much easier. Because what I feel a lot of times, um, new grads and PTs, they're you know you want to treat, you want to help people, but they're not quite sure. So they're just working, working, working. 
until years later they figure out okay like i want to do something else with my degree other than just treat all the time so if you sort of know that earlier like ahead of time then it's going to save you definitely it's definitely going to save you like a lot of time down the road yeah definitely for sure this is kind of off topic so i know we're about to get into 2019 so what was one goal that you have or want to do for the new year one goal that I want to do for the new year. So my next goal is going to happen pretty soon for New Year is I'm going to publish my first book, uh, The Winning Wellness Method. I have never thought I would ever like write a book because I always disliked writing. But the fact that I wanted to help more people out kind of overtook that. And all right, like I know I'm not the greatest writer. I know I never liked it, but I'm going to put my heart into it just to help patients out more practically with their health, their wellness, their nutrition, especially when they're recovering from an injury. So it was mostly made for patients, but it's kind of like my way of teaching how I talk about kind of weight loss and helping them accelerate their recovery during PT, during rehab, using food and nutrition. So that's coming out. Uh, I'm going to publish that pretty soon. And that's my big goal and never done that, never imagined it, uh, that I would do that, but uh, it's going to happen. So I'm pretty excited for that. That's so cool. Congratulations on your first book. What day does it release? I'm not sure yet, but I'll let you guys know. I'll let everybody know. Yes. (laughs) Look out for it. That would be absolutely incredible. It's built around like kind of like my course I made for patients that I'll be, you know, helping them out next year with, with our program in the clinic, but kind of helping them. It's about like nine, nine or 10 chapters and um, kind of going through basic, some actual steps that they could do, not only just learning about the food, but also different healthy ways of cooking, uh, different foods to help them with their recovery, lose weight, uh, kind of practical stuff and a lot of kind of uh, habit changing uh, things uh, that they could implement. So I've actually, it was crazy. So through one, one, one event, I, I met him a couple of times. He's like Mike Tyson's kind of coach, kind of happiness coach. So Anil Gupta, and he made a post. He was welcoming like, oh, anyone who is going to write a book that he'll read it and kind of look over it. So, all right. So I sent it to him and he was, oh, great. Like, I love it. And he gave me some other tips to do that, you know, that you need in the process. So I was like, all right, he's the only the actual, like the first one to have read it. And I was, well, if he thought it was good, all right, I'm not looking back at it. I, I think it's good too. So I'm sure it's going to help people out. So I'm just going to put it out there. Yes, that is so cool. And so you sent it to Mike Tyson's like happiness coach. Yeah. Yeah. Anil, Anil Gupta. Yeah. He's coached like Russell Brunson and, and Mike Tyson and stuff on just psychological just happiness stuff immediatehappiness.com um, you guys see that so he goes the happiness formula and it's cool because he gave it i heard his presentation twice he goes happiness formula is h equals g3 he goes if you're not happy it's because you're deficient in one of these g's which is give grow or gratitude so he goes if you're not happy right now you're he goes oh are you not giving enough are you not growing enough or are you not being grateful enough i guess this is like kind of his method of teaching and things like that that he's helped uh, different celebrities out and it was cool i had the pleasure of meeting him in a couple events and he he read through uh he read through my book and i was like all right this is awesome so now i'm just getting ready to have that in like a, a paperback that is so amazing i'm super i'm super excited to read it one day you just have wow. to let us know when it's out we'll like put it in the show notes People oh yes Check it uh, out. Yeah, I, I mean, like, yeah, I, I didn't realize how many other details that come in, but I'm going to get ready to have it come out pretty kind of soon. I, I go through more steps and, and all that. So I was like, man, everything is a learning experience. Everything is an adventure. Like, you know, 
you do one thing and you get further into it and you're like, oh, I, I need to know more. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. That is so cool. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited it's, for that. I, you guys don't understand. Like, I've never I, – I remember, like, I never liked reading before. I never liked writing. It was my, you know, it took me so long, my downfall. When I had to do essays, I was like, oh, God. And that's why I never, I didn't imagine doing this year. But, you know, I, I had a mission this year, and it's, it's something I, I did. And I've been working – one of the things I've been working on. That's so awesome. And we just appreciate you taking time out of your day. I know like you're a busy guy. You've got a lot going on and we appreciate it. And thank you so much for coming on the show today. Well, yours are welcome. It's my, my pleasure. Um, it's, I'm glad to. I'm happy to help you to help. It was so fun. And we can't wait to see um, what you have in the future and just following you on your pages. So if you want to tell everybody where you are on social media. All right. So you could find me at Dr. Austin Wynn on Instagram. You know, reach out to me personally. My other page that I created, it's all for dietitians. It's registered dietitian approved, but we put out good content out there surrounding health and nutrition and other specialties that other dietitians put out kind of promoting profession. And if you're a physical therapist and you want to join my food and physical therapy Facebook group, go and search for it. And if you want that resource I was talking about on top health and nutrition tips during physical therapy that you could give your patients, just go to foodandpt.com and you could go and get that there. And we'll have it all in the show notes so people yeah. can easily find it. Um, super easy to access and they can kind of, you know, improve their own PT practice. And I think that's going to be a really amazing thing in the future. Yeah, pretty excited for 2019. Uh, I think this whole year was the year of, you know, preparation and learning. And 2019 should be really good. Uh, and a lot of people will benefit and we'll be able to help a lot of people out. So this is great. I'm excited. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.